Hey y'all, you are with your host, Rebecca Ann, healer, priestess, and generational multimillionaire. And this is Healer Unleashed, a safe space where healers from around the world gather to share their stories, gifts, and wisdom. We open this space fully protected and held in the love. Let the healing begin. Welcome, 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 y'all, back to Healer Unleashed, episode number six with Jessica Hutto, intuitive spiritual mentor, and one of my dear soul sisters who I am so blessed to know and have in my life. Y'all, she is one of the realest human beings and intuitives and healers I know. She keeps it so real, and I am just so thankful for her love and her light in my life, and I'm so excited to share y- share her with y'all. Jess, welcome to the show, Healer Unleashed. How are you feeling? Thank you. I'm like near tears already because that was so sweet and unexpected. I love well, you. I feel the same. Yeah, I love you. It's just, um, y'all, we've journeyed together probably for over a year now. Yeah, like a year and a half now. We've um, become soul sisters and the bond is just so strong when you just meet someone that you've known and definitely in past lifetimes. Lifetimes, yeah. (laughs) The bond is just so strong. Um, So I'm so excited to have you on today. And first, just a little... (laughs) <laughs> just to let y'all know, you know, I, I, I promise to always show up as real and raw and honest and vulnerable as possible here in Healers Unleashed. And um, I just spent an hour um, crying on my yoga mat. I started in an embodiment practice. I started moving and yoga and doing all the things and then ended for literally an hour in child's pose uh, with my hands up, just surrendering over, just sobbing like tears rolling down my face, (laughs) snot, the whole, all the good stuff. So I'm just showing up extra raw today, extra. I like how you said all the good stuff. Yes. It is good stuff. It's coming out. Yeah. It is. And I'm just showing up super raw today. Um, I feel raw. My heart feels bust open. I have a lot of personal things going on. And um, yeah, this is a part of the journey, the light and the dark. It's both light and the dark. And I just, I honor it. And I honor each and every one of you for where you are right now, whether that's you were feeling so good this morning or you were like me on your mat sobbing, <laughs> ugly crying like Kim K. <laughs> um, all is welcome here. Um, but I want to j- dive into Jessica's story. You know, I, I want to hear more from you, Jess. Like how, you know, I know it took you time to really step into your intuitiveness. And I know um, you had a fear of public speaking too, and really putting that out there. Um, so I just want to hear from you. Like, what is your story? Yeah. What is your journey? Where did it begin? Where are you now? Yeah. I think I had a fear of being seen is what it was too. Yeah. Um, and, and even being in the group with you guys, um, I was scared too of my intuitive side and my gifts. And I would compare a little bit like to you and yeah. another, another girl and there. Yeah. Um, 
but it also helped me when like you guys were able, like when you guys kind of came out about it, it gave me yeah. permission to do it as well. So it was like, this is perfect. These are why I, I brought these people were brought in my life. Yeah. Um, exactly. but I think it, I think it started, it started, uh, I was reading this book. I'm sure everyone's read it. Untamed. By yes. Glenn oh Doyle. my God. So I just started it last night and I feel like she was saying my journey was like at 10 is when you're taught to like push down your feelings, um, act appropriate, be the proper girl, um, not be sexual. Uh, my dad's from a Middle Eastern country and he moved here when he was 17 and you know, even though it was like, it's kind of a young age, right? It's 17. There's so many cultural <sighs> things that are ingrained already. And one of them is that the woman is really seen and not heard. Wow. And, and that's, uh, and whether he will admit it not, or not. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It's, it's definitely how it was. I mean, we had to call him, this is getting really raw and authentic. We had to call him like the king of the castle and yeah. like some crazy things. And, and I love my dad. I mean, he's been through his own, you know, in his own country of Afghanistan. I mean, he's seen people die in front of his eyes and violence and all those mm. things. And so, um, it's real, but really? yeah, it's real. Yeah. It's like when you know, traumatic people having trauma and then they are carrying it on. Right. Yeah. Uh, and you also felt it too, because you're his daughter. Yeah, I think, yeah. I think that now that I'm in my healing, I realize too that some of the, the shit that I have taken on is like not only me, but like past lifetimes of like women being repressed yeah. in that country. Um, yes. But I didn't know that at the time. I thought that, you know, something was wrong with me. Mm. And like, why couldn't I just get it right? Why couldn't I just say the right thing? And it was a lot of walking on eggshells. Yes. Mm. I, saw um, I, couldn't, I couldn't paint my nails. I couldn't have a, um, I couldn't have a Ken doll like Barbie and Ken. <laughs> oh, wow. Yeah. I mean, some of the stuff was, um, they were really terrified always of like me being sexual. It was really interesting. Like, wow. Isn't that, it's weird, right? Yes. It's so, so. real. And yeah, that ancestral trauma too is so real. And the conditioning is so there. I, I feel so like there. Yeah. So there. Mm-hmm. So I think that that always, you know, it left me timid anyway. And mm-hmm. when I would say things, and then my parents aren't horrible. I don't, I hate to make them sound out. They're human Ooh. beings, right? Like I love them, but a lot of times my choices were questions. So if I'm like, I'm feeling this, it was like, well, don't you really want that? Yeah. You know, or, or I want to do this. It's like, well, do you really? And even at that young age, our, my intuition was questioned and I was so it was like, okay, put it away. I don't know what's best for myself. My parents, society does. Yes. And I went on to college with that thinking. And wow. it was like, well, what's the best path? What will get me, what will finally get me that validation that I want? I'm like being a doctor. Mm, that is yeah. so real. Let's take a moment yeah. for that. Like, what is the val yeah, the validation, like the need to look outward the need to know we're on the right path because someone else outside of us says it is the right path. Yep. Yeah. The need for validation. I struggle with that every day. I'm with you. <laughs> I honor that. I honor that. Yeah. It's real. It's real. Yeah. And we didn't, I didn't realize it for a long time, but knowledge is power right now that we, 
now that we're aware. Uh, so I went to college and, you know, went and did the whole uh, med school route. And, and even in, even in college, I had such a fear of speaking that I would get out of presentations. I would say things like to the college, the professor, oh, this guy was looking at me funny. Like, I don't feel comfortable talking. And so I'd get out of talking. I mean, it was just, wow. Yeah. But my fear left me paralyzed mm. from actually living. Yeah. Ooh, y'all, who resonates with that? The fear left them paralyzed. It's that feeling in the body. It's like almost like I can't move. You like go paralyzed. And it's like, I, I just so resonate with that. The fear just takes over. Like and it, it's, it's, uh, it comes without thinking, right? So even if we're not really nervous, the body reacts like that. Mm -hmm. The body like feels nauseous and palp my heart was palpitating and, you know, even if I didn't feel anxious in the beginning, it just took over because that was my response. Exactly. Yeah. I didn't know. So I just thought something was wrong with me. Mm -hmm. uh, and then something else I've learned too is like, I was always really anxious and had panic attacks. And I think as empaths, I hate the word empath, but um, when we're not, when we're not aware of our energy and like how we can take on energy yeah. and spirits and things like that, uh, I think it can come across as anxiety and panic. And I didn't know that for many, many years. And now, now that I know that, and now I know how to really properly protect myself. I don't, don't have that anymore. Beautiful. That's so beautiful. Yeah. yeah. I think it's, that's a learning we have to do as uh, sensitive people who have a tendency to <laughs> take a lot on. We have to really learn that. Yeah. Right. But we're not taught that, you know, we're taught right. to protect our bodies. Like what, what food goes in our bodies and you know how we exercise, but our energetic body is not even brought up. I know, right? No. It's something, yeah, so a part of the, where we're going now is like, yeah, those 5D school, like skills and tools. Yeah, we need a 5D school. <laughs> this is what it is about, like how to be yeah. energy, all about the energy and holding it close to us. Beautiful. So good. Yeah. yeah. So you went through college and you had that paralyzing fear and then where through college did you know about your intuitiveness or do you know even since I was a child I knew about my intuitiveness like I was into okay. I was into numerology and astrology at like nine years old mm -hmm. and I was reading yeah I remember like I was the life path number nine and it told me that I was going to be a, a healer or a nun or a doctor or some kind of healing profession that was like my first thing and and I would ask my mom, I'd wake her up in the middle of the night and be like, well, what happens after we die? And mm -hmm. I mean, just all kinds of things that like some eight or nine year old just my mom was like, what, like, why are you even worrying about this? You know, but when I would read books about like near death experiences and what happens, you know, like signs of heaven and it was, I don't know why it was just something that I was fascinated with. And, uh, but I pushed that all down when I went into college. Like I completely mm. forgot about any of that and just, just followed um, because I had internalized that I didn't know what was best for me, but like that society and my parents did. So yeah. um, I didn't get into med school. So then I went to nursing school instead. That was like the next safe option. Um, and I checked off all the boxes that were supposed to equal happiness, get a good Ooh. job. Yep. The next uh, safe option. Did you hear that y'all? The next safe option. Safe. safe. Yeah. You know, I knew it was never my calling and I, I no disrespect to the nursing field. I still work. Um, on call as a nurse and, but 
it's just when, you know, I don't know if you're, if you're a pilot and you're <laughs> driving a, I don't know, driving a car instead of racing cars, like that's not where you're supposed to be. It just doesn't fit. Right. Yeah. No disrespect to either profession. Mm -hmm. Um, and I, I got married, I, I bought a house, I had the child and yeah, all the things that I was told were going to bring you happiness. And I was, um, I was miserable. I had postpartum depression. And I think like mm. the universe was like, you didn't listen all this time. We were, we're giving you the signs you don't listen. We're going to turn your entire world upside down. Wow. And it was actually, it was a blessing because I remember just feeling so empty. And I remember, um, asking myself and like looking around and I was like, I don't even know who I am. I don't, I couldn't even tell you what I like to do. Ooh. Like I couldn't even think of one hobby that I had that I enjoyed. Mm. Um, and I, I think I took some like values thing. I couldn't even think of like what my values were. Wow. Uh, yeah. You had a moment of questioning yourself. I had like a crisis, like an identity crisis. <laughs> it was a crisis. What it was a moment. <laughs> <laughs> oh, wait. I so love that. Yeah. I had a crisis. That is so real. Like we, we, I feel like so many of us healers come to that point just where we're like, holy shit. I don't even, who am I? What do I believe? What is true for me? What's not true for me? And we like start asking all these questions. That is so real. I have been there. Yeah. I've been there. I'm glad, I'm glad to know that because, you know, sometimes you feel like you're, we always feel like we're the only one when that's not true at all. No, not at all. I think it's so many healers can really resonate with that. And I know I do on a personal level. I started to question everything. I started mm. to question who I was, what I believed in, what was true for me, what wasn't true for me. And I, I, yeah, it was like a crisis. It's like, holy shit, who am I? What do I believe? That's, that's yeah. big, y'all. That's like foundation. And it feels lonely, right? I mean, you, you're around your, your friends and at the time and kind of questioning all this and they're not always on that same path. And it just, yeah, it can be really a really lonely time. But uh, I guess that's what pushes you into going back into, mm. you know, finding your true self, like getting you uncomfortable so that you do come back home to yes. your path. And I just got like full, full body chills saying that. So, um, yeah. Yes. So in that rock bottom, my friend was like, I want you to go to this women's circle. There's this medium named Paula and she does women's circles. And I was like, huh? Like, oh, <laughs> you're into this stuff? You know, I mean, I really never spoke about it. Yeah. Uh, so she took me and I remember going and um, I was a hot mess, like probably how you felt this morning. I mean, I was just crying and um, I, I was like in severe depression, but she looked at me and she was like, you're a bright white light, you know, you're mm -hmm. a earth angel. Um, and like, you're meant to do things. And I'm like, you're crazy lady. Like, wow. do you know what I'm, you know what I'm doing in my marriage? Do you know, like my life is crumbling? Do you know that I'm, I'm not living in integrity and, and all that, but I guess she saw mm -hmm. through all that. And, um, mm -hmm. and I kept going to those circles where we would just meet and, and it was almost like what we, what we do now, you know, like pulling cards and getting together like this and just talking about our healing journey. And, and yeah. those circles saved me. 
Mm. They saved me and they, they brought me into this spiritual journey and I'm really, I'm grateful, but, um, wow. It was a hot mess for 30 years. <laughs> I'm still a hot mess. <laughs> a beautiful hot mess, right? I mean, we are. It's... Yes, a beautiful hot mess. I just, yeah, I, I just resonate so much with what you're saying through the crisis. And, you know, for so long, us healers, it's like, yeah, we almost forget our gifting. It's like, as we're young, we remember and or we you know, we're so, um, pure and we're into it. And you said you were into numerology and I remember you saying you were a life path nine, right? Or you are a life path nine, right? Yeah. So in yeah. the numerology I've studied, that means a life path nine is uh, a divine feminine leader, a feminine <laughs> leader. Uh-huh. That's, uh, the so number. Uh-huh. Yes. Right. But as young, you were so into that. And then it's like, as we get into the teenage years, that societal conditioning starts to creep in and we start to look outwards, you know, just reflecting, like we look outwards y'all. And then I think the unleashing process is really about starting to not look outwards and to look inwards, to really look inwards, to go inside, to find and remember who we truly are. And what we truly believe, what feels right for us, what doesn't feel good for us. Yeah. And I think that's that awakening journey we all go through as healers or um, in past, whatever we want to call ourselves, light leaders, divine feminine leaders, whatever you call yourself, all is welcome. Um, So I love to hear more about after, you know, you started these, going to these circles and you started busting open, it sounded like you're really busting open your emotion mm-hmm. and starting to walk that journey to awakening and remembering your truth, your light, your power. What has it looked like since then? <laughs> it's just, it's <laughs> been messy. It's been messy, but it's also been, uh, I don't know, there's this underlying trust and faith on the path that I didn't have before and uh, just a beautiful relationship with my intuition, with my inner guide that even though when things get tough again, I I have that now that I don't feel like I had before. Yeah. And what does it look like? I mean, you know, it was this, it was this unleashing, like you said, but it was like this, also this unraveling because, you know, there's, um, you start to question and you start to realize like, this is who I am. This is what, this is actually what I like to do. Oh, one of my hobbies is, you know, (laughs) full moon circles or reading Oracle cards or, you know, um, hanging out with mediums. And it, there's an unraveling sometimes that happens in like your friendships and your relationships when you bring out this truth and things are no longer aligned. And that part is also messy. Yeah. That part can also be messy. And there's a time period before you, you have your new soul people that come into your life. There's a little time of that gap of loneliness where you're like, what am I going to be the only person on this planet that <laughs> understands and and it was a lonely time for sure for a couple of years actually until uh until I went to Spirit Chunky and yeah. uh at Gabby Bernstein's masterclass in New York which I also just felt the call for I don't I didn't even know I was going to do a spiritual business or anything I just 
saw it in an email and I felt that nudge and I know now to follow that nudge. So I went by myself um, to New York, which I had never traveled by myself or anything. Wow. That was big in it. That was big in itself. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, met a couple amazing people. You were at that same spirit junkie actually. Oh yeah. I think I was. It was yes. Uh-huh. So you were at that one where I stood up and I was in the green shirt. Yes. Okay. Yes. I was there. Mm-hmm. It was 2018, I think. Yeah, I think it was. It was 2018. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And um, I met Andy there, my uh, mentor. Yes. And I remember, like, I didn't even really know who she was. You know, I didn't. I didn't know anything. And but someone had told me like, oh, she's my coach. She's great. Whatever. I already had a coach at the time. And I like walked up to her and said hi or something. She had said something like she had been too, she also had been shy or scared to speak and things like that. And she said that she couldn't even leave her house at one point. Like she was so nervous and her vulnerability just to tell me that as a stranger, Yeah. I instantly felt this connection yeah. to her. Um, and, and that happened a lot at that spirit junkie. Everyone was just so wide open. It was beautiful. It was I was so like, there's beautiful. people like that exist like this in the world. <laughs> right? It was so amazing. All the sensitives in one spot. <laughs> Each person who gets up is like crying. I know I was crying when I was talking. I was like trying to talk, but definitely crying. <laughs> <laughs> Our husband, like there'd be no men there. My husband would die if it was like, a thousand women, sensitive women in one place. Oh my God. <laughs> oh my God. Uh, but that, you know, even that, like, then I joined the mastermind um, or a mastermind that kind of helped us, helped me on my path and started towards a spiritual business. But I still hid behind, like, I'm a mindset and a mindset and soul coach. Like I still had to add the mindset piece for a long time and, and talk about a lot of like fluffy topics. And I I mean, maybe that's just part of the journey is like you put a little, your toes in a little bit, um, share a little bit of it, take the bandaid off a little bit before you finally rip it off. Yep. I don't know. Is that how you did it with your, I feel like your, yeah. yours was similar. Yeah. Yeah. I was just about to say mine was very, very similar. I like put my toes in. Oh, I'm a forgiveness coach. You know, like <laughs> you were, I don't even remember that. Oh my gosh. Yes. When I was at that masterclass, that's when I was like a forgiveness, the forgiveness guru. And I was about forgiveness and I was making no money in my business. No one signed up for my coaching as a forgiveness coach because it wasn't fucking me. <laughs> not it wasn't who I am in like on the sidelines of my personal life I'm over here like channeling archangels and like spiritual information and like you know training and different healings and all this stuff and then I'm like out there calling myself forgiveness coach it's like mm. I was way off so layer by layer I peeled off and came out layer of the- by layer yeah I like that and came out of the spiritual closet uh step by step and now I would say I'm fully out and I feel like I'm stepping even going to be stepping even more out um, as things progress. Oh, you are so, yeah. Yeah. I I think it was last July um, that we were on a retreat together and I was like, oh, you know, we, you know, we practice things like um, pendulums and stuff. And I was like, oh, can you show me your pendulum? And, And she's like, sure. She's like, oh, can I do a healing on you? And I mean, 
full-blown hour healing channeled like massive massive gifts and and it's like out of the woodwork you know like where the hell was this and I we were so in the zone and after she was dead we like we opened our eyes looked around and like everybody was watching us and crying and all I mean it was just it was beautiful it was magical I feel like for me that was that moment where I was like wow this is I see you like yeah you know where did you pull that out of your because yeah I have chills right now right now like I don't know if you do but I have like full-blown chills going back to that moment yeah last July we were in Sedona um, we were in the same mastermind y'all and um, I don't know we were like playing with the pendulum I was like oh yeah I can show you how to like swing it over your chakras to see if they're balanced yes. next thing I know we're like hour <laughs> deep into a healing through like ancestral trauma (laughs) it was good it was it was better than good it was amazing and it was I'm so glad that happened because like you said I feel like it even started to open you up even more to your gifting oh my gosh 100 percent 100 because you have so much I had always been into mediums and like Teresa Caputo and I read all those books and everything and so I finally started following that kind of bit like I just feel that there's some part of me that um because I'd always been so interested in heaven and what happens after you cross over that that is my pulling to to dive into that more yeah and that's been that's been a really amazing journey like I feel now I'm like oh this is home like this is Mm. this is where I'm supposed to be and it feels good that's amazing. Um, it's it's funny, Jess. I just have to reflect here. When I started on my journey, that's how I really started. I, you know, when I started my journey, I, my sister had just passed away, and the reason I got mm. on the spiritual awakening process was because I just wanted to see her, and I just wanted to feel her, and I just wanted to talk to her. It's the whole reason I started this whole thing, and I got the um, that these heaven cards. They were like talking to heaven cards. And I started using, yeah, these talking to heaven Oracle cards to just get messages from my sister, uh, start connecting with her, feeling her and talking with her. So it's, it's interesting where you are. Cause I definitely, that's where I really began too. I began it, to go into your healing yeah. gifts was like from that. Yeah, it, it really mm-hmm. was because I, the only reason I started all of this was I just wanted to talk to my sister and I just wanted to hear her and um, just feel her again. Yeah. You know, if I couldn't have her in the physical, I right. damn sure have her as a spiritual connection. Isn't <laughs> yeah. yeah. that the, I mean, the irony is that, you know, she was there and the energy was always there. Now mm. it's just about us tuning into it. Yeah, exactly. And, and she was a big, um, spiritual, she was really into spirituality too. And I just started using her. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah. She had crystals. She had a bunch of crystals and crystal books and Tai Chi books and meditation books. And I started, I took all of her spiritual stuff and started reading it for my own, interpreting it on my own, just to even get a little closer to her, to feel that connection. Mm -hmm. So I find it so interesting. You know, you're finding a lot of, um, finding home in that because I resonate. I also found home in that too. And maybe, so maybe that's a path that a lot of healers get started. Yeah, I could see that for sure. I mean, yeah, obviously selfish shape was like, my grandma means so much to me and um, wanting to communicate with her too. And 
she yeah. does. She turns my lights on and off. She's right all the time. Oh my yeah. god! <laughs> yes, hey, my sister turns lights on and off, or she'll she'll do things like that, or change the radio station on me, or switch my oh. song on Spotify. Uh huh. Isn't that so? I love. Yeah. Well, they, I love that that's her because I remember I think it was in your mom's book. Like, was she kind of mischievous or just kind of like? Yeah, and so changing the radio station or like your song just makes sense. Yes, she was super <laughs> mischievous. So I'm not surprised. That's like you know you're you're so connected to that because yeah, and I can see how connected you are to it and how much of a gift you have for it to connect. It's to scary though one. too. I mean, it's scary because yes, I think in for society, right? I mean. Um, like my, I don't know, my mom doesn't know it. Not that I hide it. I talk yeah. about it on Facebook and social media, but we don't talk about it when we get together and meet. They don't ask me about my business or anything like that. And that's okay. You know, that's actually perfect. But, um, and even friends and everything, it's, you know, um, now that it's like, oh yeah, I'm a, a medium. I feel like, oh, it's one thing if you're a spiritual coach, but when you say you're a medium, it's like, yeah. <laughs> now like I really lost you, you know, um, but it's, it's just like standing in that no matter what. Ooh, yeah. No matter what. A really important topic to talk about. It's, it's coming out of that spiritual closet, right? Mm -hmm. Even more to our charm and putting it out there, even though whatever society says, you know, because, right. you know, you're a numerology nine, life path nine. That's a divine feminine leaders. What do we do as divine feminine leaders? We pave our own way. You know, we're not going to let society tell us what's right or what's wrong or our religion either. We get to decide for ourselves what feels good, what feels true for us and freaking blaze our way through. And yeah. as you do that, Jessica, it's so beautiful. I watch you as you do it and you just, you make way for other people too. Yeah. You make And way. I guess that's why we're supposed to do that, right? I mean, we're, yeah. if we didn't understand that path and really go through it, how can we be an embodied leader? Exactly. You know? mm -hmm. Exactly. So, and same like, thing with the healing. If we didn't do massive healing ourselves, how are we going to be <laughs> healers? <laughs> Fuck. It's so true. It's so true. But y'all coming out of the spiritual closet, it's such a real topic to talk about because it's, it's a whole other topic, right? I mean, even for you, you know, like, cause you, you talk about, you know, channeling and, yeah. um, yeah. archangels and ascended masters and everything. And yeah, uh, I'm curious how that was like with your family or your dad or your friends. Oh my gosh. Yeah. My family just doesn't, um, my family, my mom, she knows like the full blown thing of my business. My mom is very, very supportive of me and my business and all of the things. And it's actually put her on her spiritual path, which has been beautiful to watch and see her gifts even opening from me. But, um, you know, my dad, they don't, my grandparents, they don't really say anything against it. They don't understand it. Um, they don't ask questions about it. They don't ask questions about my business. Um, I was raised Catholic. same, <laughs> yeah, same. very Catholic y'all, um, married Catholic, did all the sacraments, right? Be the good girl, all the things I've played all of those Catholic cards and all the things. Um, but yeah, they just don't really, uh, ask questions or if I explain something to them, I really translate it down into 3d understanding. Um, you know, they think I'm like a life coach who helps women heal. Yeah. Put it in terms for them to understand. <laughs> and that, that's something I struggle with too, because I, 
And like, are we, are we dimming our light by dumbing it down or mm-hmm. are we giving them what they can actually absorb? Yeah. And believe, you know, yeah, I believe we're, 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 we have to translate, you know, it's our job um, as yeah. being spiritual mentors and intuitives. It is our job at some point to translate so people in the 3D can understand. Um, and we can just fully, you know, step-by-step step bring them. Step-by-step. Step. Yeah, that's a good point. Yeah, step-by-step, step, you know, because that's how we, I know I, was, I wasn't full-blown yes. into this right away. It's step-by-step, step, right? Yeah. Yeah, we so should true. grant them that same grace, that same mm-hmm. time. Meet them where they're at. Yeah, I really believe that. Um, so what are you up to today, Jess? Like, what is your business? What is your life? What does it look like to be a spiritual mentor? And today I'm trying to transition just to hear about, yeah, your today. I know you have an Oracle card class. I know you just launched. Yeah. What did you just launch? Can you tell, I want to hear about it real quick. Awaken your intuition. So I did the, yeah, like, here I am. Yes. I did the Oracle card masterclass because like how we said, meet them where they're at. And there's Mm -hmm. a lot of people that, you know, they do Oracle cards and things like that, but they didn't know how you can use it to build your intuition. Yeah. You know, and how to like start connecting you to like, what do you feel when you see the card? What do you Mm -hmm. feel when you read the message? And so naturally the next phase would be awakening your intuition. So like, okay, let's put the cards away and let's, let's go, let's go deep. Like, let's go within. Let's get to know your energetic body um, and all the different intuitive gifts that we all have. Yes. And, and how to read energy of other people to really help you, like, especially for men, um, healers and mentors and coaches, like to really take your relationship with your clients even Mm. deeper you know, because yeah. instead of, I know Marie in the beginning, I would just kind of go by like 10 powerful questions to ask. And, blah, blah, blah. <laughs> and, and when I finally, when I was like, oh no, fuck this. Like, yes, I will. But I'm also going to say, can I, can I share something that's coming up? You know, and, yes. and it'd be so spot on. It would just be able to take the session even deeper. Mm. Um, and then also for, it would help people to communicate with some of their loved ones through some of the things in Awaken Your Intuition at the very end. Um, because that's something that I wanted. And it's so interesting. That's something that you had wanted too. And I don't, I think not a lot of people realize that actually they can, you know, Mm. that they have that ability and just doing it in a safe space in a safe way. Mm. I remember we had always talked about that last year, like, you know, really doing it the proper way by the good energetic practices of like protecting yourself and grounding yourself. And so going through all of those phases as well. So they're not just like <laughs> bombarded with all this different energy, which happened to me in the beginning. So it's like, yeah. I wish that I had this course in the beginning um, of my journey when I was doing that, because I just, um, I don't know. I was like a baby giraffe, like yes, <laughs> traveling along and falling down. And, um, and once I kind of like learn more of these principles, I feel like I'm really able like it was creating a solid foundation. Yeah. So is that what you're really doing for your clients now? And just even your community is creating, is that what kind of like creating that solid foundation so they can rise into their intuition? Yeah, because I think it's, I kind of looked at everything I'm doing, even in my business mentorship for my clients, like ideally what I'm teaching them is the intuition because 
you can't follow the cookie cutter strategy. It's just not going to work. You can't yeah. um, take what someone else is doing and replicate it because it's not in alignment. And so it's like, let's go back to what, what feels good for you. Yeah. Uh, and I know we say that a lot, but like, what does that mean? Like, how do they do it? And so I thought, wow, this is like a common thing. Um, and it just feels, it just feels like home right now. It just feels like what lights me up the most and yeah. see where it goes. But I just, um, I just geek out on it and I could talk about it for hours. So I feel that's, that's where I'm supposed to be. Yeah. yeah. I love it. I love it. Before we're going to go into a healing y'all um, yes. just kind of together. But before that, I just want to ask just one thing for all the healers listening and they're at the beginning of their journey and they're like, I know I have intuitive gifts or I know I have something here. I know I'm a healer or intuitive, but they're scared or not sure what to do, where to go or how it will look. What would you say to them? What, what, what advice or what love would you give to them right now? Mm. Mm. trust you know mm -hmm. trust trust in yourself and trust in that even if you don't know where to go right now when you're ready it's going to appear yeah. I think there was a lot of unknown of like well what am I going to do or how am I going to learn this and every time it came up yeah and and really to trust I think a lot of us like compare to say a healer that's 15 years into their journey yeah you know, so mm -hmm. just, just trust that you actually are. If you're listening to this and you're resonating with this, that's your, that's your sign. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Trust, trust the path y'all. Trust, trust and trust in yourself. Trust in what comes up. Yes. Trust in yourself. Trust. That's all. I mean, trust what's coming through, right? When you're doing the healing and you're, yeah. you're, um, things are coming up or nudges, whatever it's, it's ultimately trusting it. Mm, I love that. It's beautiful advice. We're going to move now into a heart healing with Jess and I. So if everyone wants to start getting comfortable. Um, this is going to be good. We've never yeah. done this before. I know y'all, this is like our first time we're going to riff back and forth on it's a healing. <laughs> Just see what comes through. Um, so get comfortable in your seat or laying down, whatever feels good for you right now. Um, I'm going to be sitting upright. Mm, let's just start getting comfortable, dropping in, placing our hands on our heart, take a deep breath in the nose. Another deep breath in. <sighs> Feeling the energy beginning to come in down through your crown, through the top of your head, through your crown chakra, into your third eye, spot between your brows, feeling the energy come into your ears and your jaw, feeling it come down into your throat, into your heart, through your shoulders and arms, feeling that energy. We're just gonna just pull the energy down into the heart space, feeling into the heart, 
hands over heart, beginning to open the heart up. Mm. Just imagine a beautiful green light starting to glow. Getting brighter and brighter. And as it gets brighter and brighter, it's getting so big that anything that's not meant to be there is starting to fall away. I feel emotions coming up and letting them out. Feeling the grief, feeling the sadness, feeling the unforgiveness, and just watching it alchemize. I just see it alchemizing into beautiful light. Yeah, feeling that alchemy moving into that heart space. Feeling that any resentment, I don't know why I'm connecting with resentment, coming up anyone we haven't truly forgiven yet or any relationship, people, person, thing that's been on our heart lately, we send them extra love and light at this time too from our heart. Imagine seeing that person or place or situation in my arm or my palms out towards them and through the palms, golden white light balls just shooting into them, sending that love, sending that light, feeling that golden white light energy shooting out of our palms to that person, that place, that situation, maybe a cord connected into the heart, completely alchemizing it and allowing any grief to come up that needs to come up as we release that energy that is no longer serving us, that person, place, or situation that's no longer serving our greatest, highest good. Feeling go yeah. of any lack of self-love to ourselves. Mm. Any forgiveness of self that we need is coming up right now. Just imagining beautiful, that golden light wrapping you in arms of love and giving you that love. Thank you. I love you. I'm sorry. I forgive you. Those words are coming up. Just say them to yourself right now as you forgive yourself. Just feeling that green light, golden white light swirling through the heart, opening it up through the layers, through the back of the chakra, lighting up through the different doorways, pathways, hallways, through the heart, into the back of the heart, through the high heart, through the low heart. Busting us wide open, honoring the rawness 
within. Mm. You are safe, you are held, you are supported. It is safe to feel everything you are feeling. Mm. It's safe to love, it's safe to love yourself, it's safe to love others. It's safe to feel grief, it's safe to feel resentment, it's safe to feel anything that comes up. And I just see Archangel Raphael, he's the Archangel of Healing, he's coming with this beautiful golden thread and just weaving those parts that are healing and raw in your heart. He's just weaving them all together with this beautiful golden thread putting it back together even more brilliant than it was before. Mm. That you're shining brighter. Thank you, Archangel Raphael. Thank you for being here, for holding us in this rawness as we put together back the pieces of our heart, it feels like, like just said, I see that golden thread and I see that emerald green energy, like almost gluing the pieces back together. Energetically gluing our heart back to whole. You are whole. You are not broken. You are whole right now as you are. You are pure. You are love. You are grace. You are divinity. You hold all of this within you right now. You are a powerful being. Soak that in. just receive that light now yeah receive that beautiful golden light from above that you are made from that is your pure essence allow you to come back home to that essence and allow yourself to receive massive amounts, pure, beautiful love and divine light. Feeling your heart expand. Feeling your energy expand. Feeling your love for others and for self expand. And the angels are above just pouring down this light on you. Allow yourself to receive. Mm, so many angels. 
see them, feel them, their wings holding you up, their wings and their light energy surrounding you and holding you. They hold you when you can't hold yourself. Their wings feel like home. Coming home to you, remembering your divinity, your sovereignty, your pureness of heart. I feel now the ancestors starting to come in who are here for the highest vibration of life and love. Allowing your ancestors and angels and guides to flood in at this time. I see them actively shifting your cells and your DNA from the anything that you've taken on from your ancestors. They're just infusing it with love and healing now. And in doing so, healing the patterns, it stops now, I guess, to stop now. Healing any of the wounds, alchemizing them to love and light and power for the highest good. Allow them, allow them to take this, allow them to hold this for you. Allow them in to hold this heaviness. It is no longer yours to carry. Feel that heaviness, that generational hurt, fear, trauma, whatever it may be, pulling off of your heart, pulling off of your body now as it rises up off of your solar plexus and your chest. Seeing the angels, Archangel Michael coming in with the blue light to alchemize it. That violet ray coming in, moving in to alchemize it off of you. You no longer have to carry this. This is not yours to carry anymore. Mm -hmm. Allowing them to take it from you now. The violet ray surrounding it, alchemizing it, transmuting it to the highest vibration of love, releasing out into the cosmos, into the nothingness that it is, pulling it out of the body temple. Mm. I just see them smiling as they're doing it too. They, they want to do this for you. This brings them joy. They're there whenever you need to allow this weight to be lifted off your shoulders and the burden to be lifted off your heart. Your ancestors, your angels, they are there happily taking it away from you. Call on them when you need. 
they're there for you. Mm. You are pure, you are love, you are divine, remembering your truest essence, coming back home to you. Beginning to wind it down, we thank the angels, the guides, the ancestors for being here and healing with us today. We thank you, we thank you. We bow and honor ourselves for what we released and what moved through today. Thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you. I love you, I love you, I love you. Pulling the energy back in. Pulling the energy into the heart, into the present moment. Beginning to shut down each of the chakras or just close them down. We had it pretty wide open. Going into each the crown, close it down into the third eye, close it down. Throat, close it down. Heart, close it down. Solar plexus, sacral, root, bringing all the energy back in through your body, sending it down to the bottoms of your feet, shooting it into Mother Earth, into Gaia, connecting back in, allowing Mother Earth to support you, hold you, guide you. Slowly coming back to it, opening your eyes, rubbing your palms together if that feels right or good for you, rubbing the bottoms of your feet together. Mm. Full body chills. Yes. That was so beautiful. Oh my gosh, y'all. Oh, that was so beautiful. Oh, wow. The heart. So mm. powerful. Mm. Mm. Such a good way to start the day. <laughs> yes, exactly. Just thank you. Thank you for being you. Thank you for that healing, for expanding us even more, for sharing your truth, for showing up in your truth. I deeply honor you. I Thank love you for you. having me. It was, mm. it was an honor. It was my pleasure. Yeah. I wish I could give you the biggest hug right now. Everybody. <laughs> mm. Everybody, just sending everybody, just so many. Yeah. So much love. So, so much, much love. love. 
all around. I see some comments coming in. That was beautiful. Thank you, ladies. Thank you both. Y'all. It's our pleasure. It's our honor. Yes. You're welcome. Jess, thank you. Thank you. Thank you. So honored. Thank you for listening to Healer Unleashed. If an episode has resonated with you or moved you, please feel free to leave a review. Your feedback and words mean so much to us. And I just want to say thank you for being here. Thank you for showing up for this work. I honor you. I value. I see you. I love you. Have a beautiful day.